Hi, folks. How is it going? Happy Saturday. Welcome. It's been a while since I've been on here. Um, for those who don't know, my name is Liz, and I'm host of Coffee and Combos. And on my podcast, I talk about friend, talk with friends, leaders, and just those in the community about wellness, politics, and activism. In this live, I'm going to be joined by Dr. Halpern, who is here. Let me see if I can get you to come on up. And we are wellness in your life and some practical ways that you can do that. So please uh, drop your questions, share the feed. Hi, Dr. Halpern. How are you? Hi, how are you doing? Good, good. It's been a while. It has been a little while, yes. Yes, so excited. So I was just catching up, up folks. So um, folks, if you didn't already, go back and re-watch the live with Dr. Halpern where he came and he was first talking about coherence, which he'll do uh, another explanation on what that is. But our conversation today is going to be centered around creating some wellness in your life and some practical ways to do this, right? We always say like live, laugh, love, but like how do you do that? And so Dr. Halpern, welcome. Thank you so much for having me again, carry on the conversation. Yes, absolutely. So first, please tell folks about who you are in the Coherence brand. Sure. My name is uh, Dr. Mark Helper, and I'm, I created the Coherence Revolution. I'm a chiropractor from up in uh, Toronto, Canada. And I started this because, you know, I've been a chiropractor for about 26 years. Um, my background, obviously, I want to deal with people's health and, and help them achieve uh, their optimal health. But my personal journey was one of which I struggled with anxiety from the time I was maybe 11 or 12 years old. And I had really done anything you could think of. I mean, I, I've got a list of, you know, 50 things that I've from mm -hmm. therapies and, and, and therapists and books and, and different uh, energy, energy work. And I really, really done the gamut of, of anxiety work. Um, mm -hmm. And so during the pandemic, I decided I was going to write a book to essentially illustrate my journey and help people come up with a process so that they can figure out their own life. And so uh, the Coherence Revolution was born. I wrote a book and then uh, I created an online program. Originally, the online program was live and then I found that it was hard for people's schedules. So what I've done is I've created a, a recorded version of it. Oh, nice. And then we have, then we have a live add-on. So for people who enjoy the live aspect of it, we still do have some coaching or live, live classes but now you can actually get the course and do it at your own, <clears throat> at your own uh, timing because it was a six week course. And what we found is that each week was supposed to be two hours, but it really ended up being more like two and a half hours. And by the end of it, people were overwhelmed with the amount of information we were going through. And so although it was very helpful, it was also people needed more time for it to breathe. And so now right. that it's recorded, you can do it on your own. You can take months to do it. You can go through it as many times as you want. And really it focuses on two very distinct things. One is breath work, which I'm sure we'll talk about by heart, mm -hmm. now, which is a way of um, practicing an emotional response so that you can start training yourself into a different emotion. The second aspect of the course is literally a pathway or a, a, um, a way of developing a system for yourself to figure out what works for you on a daily basis. How right. do you... How do you relax yourself? How do you empower yourself? How do you feel grateful? We all know that music can elicit different emotions. We all know that different sounds, different sights, different, um, different things we touch, different things we feel, different people we engage with right. can change our emotional state. But how often have you actually 
done the inquiry to figure out exactly what songs, what music, what people, what food, what the idea is what really does work for you. By the end of this immersion in your coherence revolution, you should have a toolbox of things that you can use in your life. So it's really for people who are, are done searching and want to just get practical about how do I change my emotions? How do I reduce my stress? How do I create a life I can handle mm. that, that works for me? And so it's going to be different for everybody. So it, it's not a cookie cutter. It's a process that you go through and, and we've called it the coherence revolution. I love how you said it's not cookie cutter. Cause I think sometimes we can go into mental wellness or health, like, you know, what are the five steps to get to wellness or what did somebody else do? But it really is a, a personal journey. And so um, I like that. And I like how you talked about really identifying what specific mu music, what specific people do to you. And so I'm sure we'll get more into that. But first I wanted to circle back to you, right? Saying that you're a, ch a chiropractor and you, that's kind of how it started because I don't think people often realize the connection between what goes on up here and what goes on in their body yes. and how the body kind of reacts to stress. So can you kind of tell us a little bit more about how that relates? So on a daily basis, we are exposed to stress. But there's four different types of stress that we really um, are exposed to. There's physical, chemical, emotional, and electromagnetic. So literally the screens, that the electromagnetic uh, waves that are coming off it force your brain to adapt. And that's really what this is all about, is how well do you adapt to stress? And so it's, it's not one thing. It's, you know, you take your emotional stress, job, home, whatever is going on at home, and then you take what you put in your body, nicotine, caffeine, aspartame, pesticides, processed foods, carbon monoxide, we're all exposed to it. And then you look right. at um, the physical, the way you sit, the way you stand, the way you sleep, the way you walk, all of these, these demands on our body. And so our brain literally has to adapt to each of those on a daily basis. And so the better your brain adapts, the healthier you're going to be, the more enjoyable your life is going to be. And what happens to us on a daily basis is we are essentially losing our resilience. Mm. We don't, you know, I have people that will say, you know, I used to be able to sit at my desk for five hours and then I get some neck pain. But now I sit there for five minutes and I get neck pain. Or people who, you know, you could tolerate your coworkers, but now it just seems like everybody around you pushes your triggers, you know, just right. like that. So the idea is we've lost resilience. And so the whole purpose of what I do as a chiropractor is to provide people um, by working with their spine and their nervous system, we're allowing them to become more resilient to all the stressors on their body. So the coherence revolution, learning breath work, learning how to relax yourself, learning how to empower yourself, learning how to choose your emotional state. It's all about creating resilience because the more resilient you are, the more you can handle. There is nobody that I've ever worked with that, that does not deal with stress. Right. So be nice. How, It'd be nice so for there to be no stress. <laughs> Right. I mean, I, like I just had a patient this morning come in um, and we were talking about his, his, his back and, and, and sort of spine. And his biggest issue was in the neck. His neck was straight and it had no curve and it was forward and all kinds of problems. And uh, I was talking about care for his neck because when your neck is like that, it puts pressure on your spinal cord. Right. And it affects the messages that go from your brain to your body. And so he said to me, I get what you're saying, but I have to tell you. I have no pain in my neck. 
And so this is a very common thing. When people feel good, they're healthy. When people don't feel good, they believe they're not healthy. But it couldn't, mm. be, farther, it couldn't be further from the truth. The symptom is the last thing to show up. You know, in heart disease, the first symptom of heart disease is death by heart attack. 80% of the time, most people don't know that they have heart disease. Most people they don't know they have cancer building in their body. Most people right. don't know that they're, that they're wearing down their, their defenses so that they're developing an anxiety or, or, or depression. They only notice it once the symptoms hit. Right. So, so my message is, why are we waiting till the symptoms hit? By that time, you've got a journey to get back the other way. The idea is if you learn these, these methods of creating more resilience in your life, it will help people who are down, you know, hit rock bottom, but it's also going to help people who are doing great and feel wonderful right now, but they want to live a healthier life because they know that in 20 years from now, the effects of what they do now is going to affect them then. And so this is all about creating a process and procedure to allow you to live the best life that you can. I love that. I, so many great nuggets there. And um, I can attest I was going to the chiropractor and sometimes it's not just about, you know, again, like you mentioned how you're sitting, but again, how your body is receiving information and how it's re reacting to that stress. And once I address that, right, some of those things um, lightened up, right? So it definitely goes hand in hand. And then the other thing you mentioned is about, you know, not waiting until it's like the symptoms are too much to bear, right? To the pain is so much. And kind of bringing in the policy and the politics like I like to do, right? Sometimes policy or like insurance is like, once it gets that bad, then we can treat you. But I like how you're offering like, hey, we can think differently about this. We can take care of the problem before it gets there so that you can remain happy and healthy and respond the way you want to. And so tell us a little bit about, you know, how can we be proactive? Like, what if someone's like, hey, I want to take these steps. What is something that you would suggest or would you would teach them? So um, as I was saying initially, I've divided this. The courses uh, originally was built around teaching people heart math, which is a breathwork technique. And then I thought, you know, there's so much more of using our senses. So what the course goes into is really how do we use each of our senses, sight, smell, taste, touch, mm -hmm. feel, all of, the, all of our senses to create coherence. And so coherence is a state of balance. Coherence is a state of empowerment. Um, some athletes will think of uh, being in the zone. You know, when an athlete says, I was, I was there, you know. Um, when you're purring, when everything's working on all cylinders, yeah. when you feel great, when you feel uplifted, that's coherence. And so when you're in coherence, your heart and your brain sync up. And if you could, the easiest way to do this is to get your heart into a nice rhythm because your heart's rhythm is about 40 times stronger than your brain's rhythm. And there's mm. a concept called entrainment, which means that the biggest rhythm in the body takes over the other rhythms. So if you can get your heart rhythm into a nice coherent sine wave, you can then start to affect the higher brain centers that deal with stress and reasoning and decision-making. And so the idea is through your breath and through your emotional state, you can start to affect how your brain is working. And so very, very simply, we teach people a breathwork technique called heart math, which really involves three things. The way you breathe, the way you visualize, and then feeling an emotion. So for instance, while you're doing this breath work, you're breathing in through your nose, out through your mouth. It looks something like this. Usually I put my hands on my chest. Okay, and I'm gonna do it stuff. with you. 
Good, do it. When you breathe in, I want you breathing in through your nose. Okay. Roughly five seconds in. And what you're doing is you're filling up your belly. Okay? Stomach breathing. We're not heaving our chest. You're, I put my hand on my chest because what it does is remind me it should stay still. Mm. Then you breathe in through your nose and you fill up your belly. Then what you do is you breathe out through pursed lips. Roughly five seconds. So five seconds in, five seconds out. And as you're doing that, you start to get into a rhythm. In fact, I actually have people kind of visualizing as you breathe in, you're going up. And as you breathing out, you come around and you go down and you're creating a sine wave, which literally, if you have a heart rate, uh, a heart rate monitor on, you'd be able to see your heart rhythm. Okay. Mm -hmm. But the idea is that you're, you're visualizing this as you're breathing. Right. Then the second step is to start to visualize that oxygen going in and out through your heart. And so literally what that's doing is telling the brain to focus here in your heart and it sends more blood flow there. So literally the energy starts going towards your heart. Third step is to bring up an emotion. So mm. lying on a beach, uh, you know, hugging a loved one, petting your dog, uh, doing something enjoyable, remembering something, but remembering it as if it's happening now. You want to feel it. And so uh, HeartMath has technology that you can measure your heart rhythm while you're doing this, and it, it helps you. It's called biofeedback. And so anybody that's a member of this course, there's actually discounts on my site that you can get some of this um, technology from HeartMath. Interesting, yeah. Um, but what I, I've been doing this for years, and, and the lesson I once had was I was doing this work, and the problem with HeartMath is that if you're using their technology and you're not getting into the zone, you tend to get frustrated. And so it goes really against what you're doing. You're, you're there to create balance. So you've got to sort of say to yourself, hey, stay within yourself. Don't worry about this. If you don't get there the first time, the second time, it doesn't matter. But for me, I'd been doing it for a little while and I was starting to get frustrated. And I thought, how can I, how can I do this? I'm not achieving what I'm wanting to achieve. Coherence, the, the little, essentially they've got this biofeedback technology that when you're in coherence, it'll beep and it'll go green and it'll show you that your heart is in a, in a coherence. Nice. So I remember sitting on my bed and I'm sitting there thinking about a calm blue ocean. I'm thinking about, you know, a beach. I'm thinking about all these great things, but nothing worked. And so I stopped and I said, ah, don't get frustrated. This is, this is working against you. So I thought, what can I do to elicit a true emotion? And in that moment, what came to me was my daughter who was about six years old at the time. I pictured her running into my arms and giving me a hug. And not only did I visualize the hug, I felt her arms around yeah. me. I felt her kiss on my cheek. I felt the warmth. And in that moment, boom, the technology went beep. I saw the rhythm and I didn't even need that because my body, I felt a whoosh come over it. And I thought, ah, this is coherence. And so it really, drove the point home for me that you can't be, it's not thinking it, it's feeling it. And mm. so as you practice heart math, and you, there's probably five, six, seven different heart math techniques that we teach in the course. But as you start to learn it, you start to be aware of what coherence feels like so that you can keep achieving it and get better at it. But it really is all about feeling because we think too much. So the whole idea <laughs> yes. is that we get used to thinking negatively. 
And as we think mm -hmm. negatively, we have more negative thoughts and it triggers our insecurities, it triggers anxiety, and it becomes a habit. And in fact, most people don't realize it, but they become addicted to anxiety because their body starts craving the adrenaline, starts craving those feelings, even though you, you don't like them, they're uncomfortable. Yeah. And so by, by using techniques like heart math or some of the other tools that we talk about in, in Coherence Revolution, what you're doing is you're practicing uplifting states of uh, being, uplifting emotions so that those become more familiar to you. And as they become more familiar to you, those become your habits and more your set point. And so the idea is to start practicing the emotions that you want to feel. And we, we talk about that and take people through exercises of how to do that. And uh, it's really quite fun to do it, but it does take consistency. And as you practice it, you get better at it, just like any other skill. I love that. And like, that makes me like so excited because I, I think we train ourselves. It's so easy to, to recognize negative feelings and, and negative experiences. Um, and I think especially kind of thinking about the pandemic and post-pandemic, we were such in a state of really having to anticipate such negativity, right? When is the next thing? What is the next, right? And so it becomes really easy to visualize all those things. And so really reminding folks that you do have to practice remembering what do those happy feelings feel like? What do those happy moments feel like? And really going there, not just like letting it stay in your mind, but really going there and letting that that feeling consume you. Um, I, I think that is so valuable um, because sometimes you can also be in such a state of negativity that you just forget what goodness feels like. And it's just like, right. uh, it doesn't feel safe. So just reminding yourself and absolutely repetition. I think, you know, we get used to kind of like microwave healing. Whereas like, if I do it the first time, it doesn't work. I don't do it right. anymore, but That's it's really right. about practice. I love that. One, one, of the, one of the most simple things that you can do uh, to start practicing changing your emotional state is literally just go to a mirror and smile. Because as you smile, these muscles, the muscles of smiling, they are attached to the centers of the brain. And they literally, when those muscles contract, they tell your brain to release endorphins. And so the reason people don't do this as adults is simply because we have ego and it feels silly and we feel embarrassed as if everybody's yeah. watching us and we feel silly doing it. But that's why I like work, working with kids because you can start training them to do these patterns. And if you said to a child, your homework is to go home and every morning I want you to smile in the mirror and laugh, they're gonna do it, make all kinds of silly faces. And if have a great time. A, if you ask an adult to do it, they're gonna go up to the mirror and kind of go, you know, make some face, ah, you know, <laughs> and they feel silly and that's it. But the idea is these, they're simple things, but the idea is it works. And if you start to, you know, if you're feeling sad and you want to cry, go to a mirror, start to smile and just see how that uplifts you even a little bit to get you out of that state that you're in. And so the idea is to figure out as many of those type of, of we'll call them neuro hacks, so that your body can change its emotional state, right? I, I don't know if you personally use um, uh, essential oils, mm. but different essential oils create different emotional, right. you know, you can have something like a, a lavender. A lot of people use lavender to relax. So maybe at the end of the day, you schedule it when you get home, you put that in your diffuser and you have lavender. So that helps you. Whereas in the morning you want to be up and some people find citrus is uplifting. So perhaps you put citrus on in the morning and that changes your mood. So when you start to layer your senses, 
you, you do something for your smell, you do something for your yeah. taste, you do something for your, your, uh, your sound or your, you know, your auditory. So you start doing that in the morning and all of a sudden your morning changes. You know, you listen to something in the shower that uplifts you. Then you go have breakfast that makes you feel good. Then you smell something. Now you've gone to work in a different emotional state than you have, right? And that's gonna be different from what you do on your way home. When you're in the car on the way home or on the bus on the way home, different music different things to pay attention to. When you get home in the evening, different goals. You're not looking to get up and inspired, you're looking to come down and relax. Because mm -hmm. emotion, emotions aren't just good and bad, they're high energy and low energy. Right. right? You have a high energy emotion like uh, exuberance, acceleration, happiness, that's up. Then you have relaxation, calm, peace, that's low energy. But you have to do very different things to get into an exuberant state or go into a relaxed state. Both good, both emotionally healthy, but different things to get you there. And so the idea is for you to figure out what will get you there. And so that now, anytime you're struggling, you can go, yeah, but I got my list of things and I know I can change yeah. my emotional state. Because I, I personally still suffer with anxiety. It's been with me my entire life. The difference is, I know right now if I got anxious, I know off, my, off the tip of my, my, you know, my, my head, I have 10 things I could do that'll change my emotional state and I'm confident that I can do it. Whereas a decade ago, I had no confidence in it. I thought this would be the way it would be every day, always. And so the idea is you may not be able to get rid of stress. We're all under stress. That's not the goal. The goal isn't to never feel stress. The goal is to empower yourself that you can change your emotional state whenever you choose. And that's what this is about. I, I love that. And because again, just the, the different dynamics of healing, right? So not this, you know, just straight talk therapy or just straight like medication, but really thinking about your environment and what does your environment do to help or hurt your healing? And so I love that about thinking about the smells, thinking about the sounds, right? And even just being aware, like, in the morning, right? Like, are you smelling like your smelly room? Or, you know, like thinking about like, did you leave like leftover food? And is that kind of like causing like this, this irritability? So really just being inquisitive about your environment. And what are things that you can do to shift that, you know, and kind of thinking about the way that you can shift your your mood and things what about someone who might say well is that being unauthentic or like i want to really feel happy i want to really feel calm am i just tricking myself what would you say to them it's a good point um and it goes back to the saying that we all are aware of fake it till you make it right i have wrestled with this because you want to be authentic for yourself but the fact is, the anxiety that you're feeling or stress that you're feeling is not always authentic. In other words, our brains, um, although our fight or flight response was created for a purpose, right? Thousands of years ago, when bears were chasing us, we had to get to a cave. And once we were in the cave, our fight or flight system could calm down. We needed the fight or flight system to make us run away from the bear because all of our all of our adrenaline had to be heightened. We, we needed that energy. But now it's being set off by lights and sounds and your boss and your spouse and all of these things. And it's inappropriate anxiety. And so I don't want people being inauthentic. In fact, that's why this course is about figuring out 
what you can do to change your emotional state to be authentic for you. I don't want you doing anything you don't want to do, but people need help in practicing their yeah. emotional state. And yes, it feels weird at the beginning, but everything feels weird at the beginning. So I don't look at it as being inauthentic. I look at it as realizing what the end goal is. The end goal is to train your brain to be able to get into a different emotional state so that you can enjoy your life and that you can be part of your life, that you can be present in your life. Because I know when I'm anxious, I'm not as present. I'm not focusing yeah. as much. I'm focusing internally on me because I'm concerned about me. That's not a way to live. Now you're not in including your environment and the people yes. around you. And so you do want to be authentic, but you want to do it within a realm of realizing you're not where you want to be. And you want to be more of who you are. And so you've got to do things authentically for you, but you've got to practice and you've got to realize that your brain has just gone down a wrong route. Not, it's not your fault. It's just the, the society we live in. There's a lot of stress and we don't really talk about how to keep ourselves resilient. There's lots yeah. of treatments for, like the medical field is really, it's not a health field, it's a sick care field, right? There's, yes. there's, we've got incredible technology when we are sick, but we don't have a lot of health technology or health systems to keep us healthy. And so most people, again, they don't bother because if they feel good, they're healthy and if they don't feel good, they're not. And I'm just slightly saying, okay, if you're feeling great and doing well, wonderful. But I'd like you to be there in 20 years from now. So perhaps you can still figure out how to keep yourself there rather than, you know, people who are working 14 hours a day and their social life is off the charts and they're, they're just on the go and they're going, well, I'm doing well. You're doing well now, but what are you doing to allow this to happen for another 20 years, 30 years or 50 years? You've got to make sure that you're dealing with how to keep yourself resilient because I see people in their 20s that are doing fine and I see people in their 60s and 50s and 40s that are not doing fine and it's right. simply because they just have worn themselves down over time. That's what we do to ourselves. It's wear and tear. It's overuse. Uh, it's something that we don't really think about. And so um, I know for me, it hurt me. And I, I suffered the consequences of not knowing these things 30 years ago. And so now yeah. I just, I encourage people to step outside the box a little bit and, and look into this so that they can create a life that they're, that they're happy to be living. I love that, you know, creating a life that you are happy with living because that's really what it, it, it's about. And I think so many things, you know, we, we try to live a life that someone else wants us to live or that pleases someone else or that stops us from giving, getting in this certain amount of trouble, but really being authentic and, and getting back to those things. I love the point where you talked about, you know, anxiety kind of getting in the way, right? It, sometimes it can be so normal. Like you just know the process, like, okay, I'm going to get up and be anxious and do this. But like, there's more in allowing yourself to, to have that um, I, I just think very great points. And also about when you said, you know, like in your, you see folks in their 20s and they're doing great. And then in their 60s, something has changed. And it's, it's the same person, but really thinking about like, what has changed, right? And it's our environment. It's us not being intentional about the skills. And just, you know, I, I love that you are teaching that. Um, uh, another question for you. So in kind of thinking about, um, again, so smiling in the mirror and things like that, it triggers that happy response and it triggers those, those chemicals in the brain, right? The serotonin, dopamine, all of these things. For so folks that might be um, 
having uh, mental health issues that you know there's some brain issues in regards to like depression like maybe it's not producing would these techniques also be helpful for that like who you know is this ideal for it's if it's really ideal i'm going to say for everyone but it it's this is for people who are having a hard time with mental health with stress with overwhelm with anxiety with depression those people can make a massive change in their life. If you are not experiencing that and you want more from life, you want to make sure that you're resilient, this, this is a fun program. There's no question that you, anybody will get the most out of themselves from taking this program. You can't help but do that. But if you're someone who's been struggling, what I've tried to do is take away the search. In other words, I did the search. I had 30 years of, I can't even tell you how many doctors, therapist courses I took. Some didn't work. Some did work. Um, when you get this course, you actually can, um, you get the book as well. And in the book, it details everything I tried, the good, the bad, and the ugly, all of it. And the idea is that by taking this course, I want you to avoid that. I'll recommend courses in this course. I recommend books. I recommend different therapies. I recommend different products. Basically just trying to take away some of the angst. Very nice. Feel. What do I do? I don't know where to go. This doctor says this. This doctor says this. I want to try that therapy. Does that therapy work? Oh, this person said, don't do that. Do this. You know, I'm not even, I don't really talk about medication in the course, but this course is, is not anti-medication either. It's really just saying whether you're on medication or not, medication is not the end all uh, answer. In other words, I've been on and off medication my whole life simply if I've needed that help at the time. But it was never going to change my life. It was never going to um, allow my body to heal the way I wanted it to. So there are some people that they need their medication regardless because their brain needs it. Uh, but everything that we teach in this course is relevant for people, whether you're on medication, whether you've got anxiety, whether you've got depression, you can do all of this. And something like heart math is so uh, empowering for you to have as a tool. Um, the number one thing that's helped me with anxiety and depression over the last 30 years is this, techno this technique called heart math. Uh, and that's why I teach it. That's why I wrote the book about this because it is that powerful and you just have to practice. But use, using your breath in about a minute, you can change your emotional state. And so, yes. you know, if you're at home crying, anxious, having a panic attack, this is what you should be doing. And this is what I do whenever I need to. I'll do it on a daily basis with or without anxiety. But when I have anxiety, it's my number one go-to. I love that. And please, Dr. Halpern, um, remind folks, how can they find their book, your book? How can they connect with you if they're interested in learning more, signing up for the course? Sure. Uh, please share. So what I've done is uh, if you go to my website, www.coherencerevolution.com, you're going to see essentially four things. There's the ebook. You can download that for free. There's the ebook workbook combo. There's also uh, the, the recorded course. There's the live course. And there's also one-on-one -on -one coaching for people who want to do one-on -one coaching. But really what I'm, I'm promoting is the recorded course that you can go through. Um, and for anybody listening, I thought it would be appropriate to come up with a, a, a discount code for your show. So the discount code is COFFEE30. So CO, is it FF? COFF? Yes. Coffee 30. And you will get 30% off the course or really any, anything that you want to purchase, you're going to get 30% off of. 
so if you go there, that's available for you. The book is free to download off my website. So you can go ahead and start with that if you like. But um, otherwise, jump into the course, reach out to us if you have any questions, concerns, you need support. That's what we're here for. Um, so anybody that wants to do that, I encourage you to go do that and, and start changing your life. Fantastic. And can you give us that discount code one more time? So folks, I'm putting the website in and the discount code is coffee 30 coffee 30. All right. So it's in the chat y'all. If you need that, um, Dr. Halpern, any last words, any last things that you want to share with us? This has been absolutely wonderful. Um, folks, please go to the website and, and download the materials. Uh, yeah, I just want to say thank you. And, and for anybody that is, if this is interesting to you at all, go to the website and just look up the information. <clears throat> there's videos, there's lots of information there on what it's all about. You can reach out to me with any questions. I'm happy to get back to you. Uh, but this is really about empowering people to finally figure out how to deal with the overwhelm that they experience. So uh, good luck to you all. And, and if, you, if you need any support, please reach out. Thank you so very much. And uh, Dr. Halpern, this has been so wonderful and it's such a great reminder. Um, again, I think, especially again, that post-pandemic life, you know, we've been seeing, you know, workforce, we've been seeing folks on strike and things like that because there's just not saying like, hey, like I can't take the stress, I can't take all of this. And so it's that reminder of, you know, things that you can do for wellness, um, it's that reminder that you are important to chase after your wellness. So I appreciate that. Um, and my final question for you is what's in your cup? And for those who don't know her new to the combo. So what's in your cup is what are two or three things that you need to add to your day or your week so that you can live the life that you want to live. And so Dr. Halpern, as you think of your answers, I'll give you mine. So, um, more intentionality around wellness. It, this really, you know, is not lost on me about creating those intentions, but not just about just doing things, but really like, what are the sensory things that provide wellness? So intentionality around wellness, um, more sensory things that feel really well. And then the last is I want to get some good reading in. Reading really helps me. So if I can create a wellness plan with intention and really do some sensory wellness stuff and read a good book, I think I'm going to feel really great this weekend. What about for you, Dr. Halpern? Uh, my cup is full. <clears throat> and generally it is full. There's a few things that I need on a daily basis. I need my wife and my kids. I, yeah. the, love, the love that we share every day, whether it's a hug, whether it's just seeing them, it's important to keep me grounded because that's what we do this for in our family. Second is my dog, Gracie. Best thing ever. If you do not have a dog and you have thought about it, they're great for stress and anxiety. When she comes up and licks or whatever <laughs> it is, it's the love that you get and it helps to create an emotion. So I get therapy dogs because when you feel the emotion from the dog and that the, the love that they show you it's unconditional yeah uh, and the third thing for me is my guitar i mean i'm not i'm not the best guitarist in the world but it's right beside my couch where you know where i sit every night and again depending upon the mood it can change your emotion when i play a song a slow song a fast song whatever it is i can change my emotional state so for me playing music and actually being engaged in the music is, is key on a daily basis. So um, yeah, if I have those three things, my day is going to be okay. I love it. I love it. I love it. Please do not be a stranger. And again, reminder folks, go to the website, use the code and sign up for the course. Thank you so much and have a great rest of your weekend.
Thank you so much, Liz. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.